It's Monday the 4th of October. This is episode 227 of the FPL Surgery podcast. The international break has just begun. My name's Rich and as always I'm here with Dave. Hi Dave. Hey man, it's nice to be here. Thanks very much for inviting me on. Uh, it's been lovely so far. We literally just did 10 minutes but the live stream wasn't working and it definitely was not my fault this time. So we're yeah. doing this again. But that's good because I feel like I feel like we could have done a little bit better anyway. You know, I feel like your energy, particularly Rich, was quite down the fa- first 10 minutes. So, you know, let's pick that up yeah. this time. You know, we've got a do over. Let's do it right. <laughs> I'm absolutely joking. We, we <laughs> to be honest, no one could hear us, but we're having a right good laugh and it's totally, it's totally derailed. It was absolute gold. It was also, gold. I like how both times I, I you said, thanks for inviting me on. And I've told <laughs> you, you, you know, you're on every week, mate. Like... <laughs> You don't have to thank me I don't, for inviting I don't know you why. on. I just, I just thought like, oh, I'm just going to thank him for letting me on this, this week. And, it, you know, it's prevailed. But thank you very much, everyone in the chat. There's some obvious names that keep coming every week. Uh, and really, really appreciate you guys being here. If it's your first time ever, then awesome. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. You can subscribe. We do this every week, the same time-ish. And uh, if you're here and it's not your first time, then, you know, welcome back. Glad to see you again. Everyone in the chat is going mental, letting us know that it's working, which is lovely. So thank you very much for that, guys. Um, but before we get into our lovely guest, who you guys can all see if you're watching, um, what we've got for today is headline number one, why analytics? going to be a good one. And then we've got Liverpool and then finally wildcard options. So there you go. But before we get into that, Rich. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think the main one there is going to be wildcard wild card options um, that we'll be going through. So yep. this week's guest, I'm introducing you for the second time, so I, I do apologize. <laughs> um, two seasons ago, he finished top 6K, and last season he finished top 84K. Um, welcome to the podcast, Pinky Green, a.k.a. Sam. How's it going, Sam? Yeah, good. I preferred the first introduction where you said top 5K. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I made a joke that it was, you know, it's 5.8k, and now we've done it again. You said top 6k, so you know. And that joke, cheers, appreciate landed, that. it landed so well the first time. It was a really, really. It good, did. It, it great. really landed. <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of good jokes we made there, but we're not going to be able to recreate them. No, oh, it was so we, funny, wasn't it? But yeah. <laughs> this time around, <laughs> so maybe some great content. <laughs> oh yeah, there the was first... that one where you? Oh, sorry. Where you Mitch. mocked, um, or you praised how good at FPL I am? So. No, thanks for thanks for coming on, Sam. <laughs> and you also missed the bit where you said it was your childhood dream. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'll say it again. I've ever since I was a little boy, I dreamed of coming on this podcast. So thank you for having me. And we're there we're we really go. excited to make that dream, dream come, come true. A hundred percent. And we hope it's you like get I make a wish to be on. And it. we hope you get better. I was about to say. <laughs> um, anyway, so before we do any of the headline stuff, shall we look at the, what Rich has brought in the stats this week? Yeah, we'll just, just go over them quickly because we ran through them before and Sam um, wasn't, very, you know, a small sample and all that stuff. Um, so just for the game week, we looked at shots on target. So top were Kane and Werner with four. Chilwell snuck in there with three, obviously playing ahead of Alonso. Then there's a ton ton of players on on two as well. Um, so, I mean, obviously a couple of surprising names there with, with Kane and Werner um, being top. Um, but should we just get straight into it? Nah, um, I don't want to get straight into it. I want to, just before we move on from these stats, I think it's very telling. Now, people who have, you know, been listening and uh, watching for a while now know that anytime there's stats, you've got to really look closely to see why Rich has particularly done these stats and what biases occur. Now, let's have a look at those stats again. Rich, can you tell me 
why you've picked on target and who the top player on this list is, please. The top player is Werner and um, tied with tied with Kane. Ah, there we go. It's Kane on my screen. Uh, he's put, last time it was Alonso that was top and that was your transfer. Mm, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Anyway, we can move on now. Just wanted to point it's that not, out. Can I, quickly, can I quickly, I said it before, I want to say again, they're absolute tin pot st statistics. Like for a start, you've just taken shots. Like, what a shit stat. Like, someone's had a shot from 40 yards out and it's gone 70 yards over the bar. So is that or is that table. not a shot, though? That's fantastic. Yep. Uh, and it feels like you're attacking Ben Rama there. <laughs> the tiniest sample size possible. So that's an absolutely worthless screenshot you've got there. <laughs> what stats would you use? Expected stats. What quality is a shot on target? If it's a shit shot on target. So Werner, Werner would be top with 1.31 and then Kane with 0.92. But then what the stats wouldn't tell you is Werner had that goal disallowed. Mm. He did. That's why yeah. you like, combine the stats of the eye test you're in. There you yeah, go, and you want Timo Werner. The classic, the classic. Let's do our teams. Uh, Sam, you had an absolutely amazing week to start us off. Apparently so, yeah. Apparently 52 points this week was amazing, which so far this season, that's been below average. But this week, it's been well above average. Only four players returned. Um, Salah, who no one really gives a shit about because everybody's got Salah. Mm. Tierney clean sheet. Um, Jimenez, two assists, which was lovely. And then the best of the bunch was in Buemo. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. 1% uh, owned, got a goal, didn't he? And that was my transfer in this week. So that was uh, that was fucking fantastic. It's that sickening was... how many people transferred him in, considering he was, you know, nowhere near my list. And I feel really bad because I didn't even think about oh, his, it. His underlying stats have been fantastic. Yeah, not tin pot, fantastic. underlying this time. Yeah, not shots, expected goals, <laughs> expected assists have been... So so are shots good. not underlying stats? <laughs> we are. Aren't. This is going to yeah. be. This is going to yeah. be an ongoing. Let's let's. Uh, so, if you if you if you want to get into this sort of discussion, get like Kazer on or Simon, one of those guys. You know, this is new to me, but in regards to your your transfers this week, and or you know your uh, not this week, last week. Are you? When did you do Jimenez? Was it two weeks ago, or did you take a punt on the wild card? Uh, Jimenez was on my wild card, which was game week five. Uh, my transfer okay. this week was Buemo in for Jota. So I think I initially targeted this week I was going to do the Ronaldo to Lukaku swap, mm -hmm. which felt like I had too many issues. So obviously Trent was definitely out. Um, Shaw was sort of 50-50. And I did not think Jota was going to start against City. Yeah. And even if he did, it's a shit fixture. So I decided in the end to do Jota out because um, it was starting to look like Shaw could play and I could bench Trent. So I did Jota to Mbwemo. Um, I was between, I think I was looking at Embuemo, potentially Saar, potentially Mason Mount, but yeah. the underlying stats pointed towards Embuemo, and that's, that's, the, that's the move I made. Fair play, and it, it worked out for you immediately. Yeah, was it a, was it a long-term transfer, or just the last question? <sighs> Bit of both. The, the only thing that was slightly putting me off it is that Embuemo does have Chelsea next week. Yeah. Um, which is a bit annoying. But I think that their fixtures aren't too bad, but it's just that Chelsea one next week is going to be do I start him for that? Yeah. And Not I feel sure. like your team your team has, obviously, Suzuko wouldn't have been playing had Alexander-Arnold, uh, you know, been yeah, fit. Yeah. But yeah. would you say that Embuemo is kind of like your 11th, 12th man, depending on fixtures anyway? Yeah, we'll probably rotate a bit with Liveramento. Um, obviously, Liveramento had, who did he just play? Yeah. Chelsea. So, yeah, yeah. It, you know, 
never start in that one, even though he did get a f- uh, did get an assist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Was that no at the time? No at the time, someone. Um, <laughs> he did get yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, it, it rotated a lot with Livermento. Oh, good. And I was going to say, yeah, you had a monster score and you didn't even get Livermento off the bench, which a lot of people did. So fair play. Absolutely. No, fair I, was, play. I was so happy when I saw Shaw was starting, but, you know, it would have been even better if he didn't. Yeah, yeah. it didn't last long when being happy that Shaw started, did it? No. no. <laughs> I can't stand it. He hasn't done anything. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's go to my team. Um, I didn't make a single transfer. I got to Friday and I still hadn't made a decision. I didn't know if I wanted Alonso because we had Josh on last time who correctly predicted that he was get- Alonso was going to get called up. Um, it's hilarious to think back on that now because Chilwell also got called up based on a James injury. But um, at the time, I didn't know which Chelsea defender I wanted to include with Christensen. So I just dingied it uh, or ignored it, sorry. And um, yeah, I did okay. I feel like I would have brought Alonso in for Trent and that would have been, you know, the exact same points, except I wouldn't have two free transfers going into an uh, an international break. Um, Torres, third game, he didn't start. Amazing. He's probably going to move on. Um, And uh, we'll talk about it more in the plans later on. Um, but yeah, everyone everyone had a rubbish game week, so it was a pretty good week to roll the transfer. Nothing nothing new for me. Quickly move on to yours, Rich. No, you I'm just going back to you. Obviously, you've you've done. I think you've done well to roll the transfer there. Like like you say, having two transfers going into the well, coming out of the international break, and you've got Armstrong now. He's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, fair play. And oh, quick one, quick one yeah. on your team. As a someone who didn't own Lukaku, I feel extremely lucky because he. He could have had returns. And that, <laughs> yeah. If Lukaku had a you know goal and assist or whatever, that post. I wouldn't have had a great game week. So that yeah, was sure. uh, that was variance going in my favour that Lukaku blanked. Ah, he was the proper captain because Salah got yeah. Salah got his goal out of absolutely nothing because he's a king, oh, and then Lukaku like oh so good, and uh, we'll definitely talk about it more. But then um and then Lukaku had a good few chances and, and missed them all. So the captaincy was was a good choice in my opinion. Um, uh, it was it was I, I was extremely lucky that I came out of that week with a good rank, not only in Lukaku. Yeah, fair play. Um, and there's Armstrong, which is Rich what, Rich's suggestion. Another another blank, right? Let's move on. Um, <laughs> no, he was he and, wasn't and supposed segway, to be playing. <laughs> really well onto my team, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so for people who are watching, before we begin with the, your analytics on your own team, there, Rich, is that he has conveniently cut out the first ever time he has had less points than me. <laughs> he's he's cropped out his points. <laughs> so do you want to just start with that? I mean. I do you a favour every week. I send I send you across my screenshot of my team instead of making you mm. grab it, and I accidentally cropped the wrong bit. But anyway, yeah, I got thirty six points and I did a hit. So technically, I'm on thirty two points. Oh In no! In the last two weeks, I've dropped from like a hundred, just over a hundred k to four hundred and thirty two k. And there were people with almost identical teams two weeks ago. They're in the like top ten k now. Was it Andy? And Let's talk, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had very well. We had the same team game week one. And yeah, he's 10k. I'm now 400 and oh, sorry, 432k, not 440k. Did, didn't Andy go and Buemo as well? We're all making that up. He did. Yeah, he I, th- did. I think yes. he wild carded as well. He tweeted, he yeah. actually tweeted saying this was a nothing game until I remembered I had him Buemo. And then the first goal went in, and I was like, he's just, I don't know how he does it, but he just keeps doing it. Um, but then I found out everyone did it. So, you know, it's just me. It's actually everyone me. Everyone didn't do it. He was 1% owned. 
don't uh, don't take away my yeah. It just it just feels it just feels like everyone has doesn't it? But um, everyone that I look up to. um, I mean, with my team, everyone blanked apart from obviously Salah, who with his effective ownership, that was a bad thing, and Mm -hmm. I got a clean sheet from Sanchez. The moves I did, there were moves. There were because I had so many injuries. I had Ailing out. I had who else did I even remove? You know what? I can't even remember now. It feels like so long ago. I was stressing it all last week. Um, oh, so I had Ailing out and Trent out. Shaw was a doubt. Mm-hmm. So I ended ended up doing. Um, so I did Ailing to Rudiger, well Trent Trent to Cancelo and Ailing to Rudiger. And I was looking at boring stuff like um, Charlie Taylor, who got nine points, Lauten, who got five points, and ended up doing a hit for Cancelo, who then got zero zero points. And Why I was, did you I was do quite... that? Yeah, what? Well, because I I was. With my transfer, I had enough in the bank to do short to Cancelo. And I just looked at it and I thought, well, that's not really worth a hit, is it, when City are going to Anfield? That's now probably going to be my transfer next week. Why could was, you just waited for that? Because a lot of people told me I shouldn't do it, but because I knew I wasn't going to be wildcarding, and I did, I would have only had 10 players out if, if I didn't do it. So it got me closer to where I wanted to be. I mean, if, you know, if there'd been a red card... Maybe maybe City kept kept the clean sheet. It was looking quite good, you know, it, approaching the sixty minute mark. Uh, the red was the red card. The, what should have been a red card? We'd already scored at that point, hadn't we? That was a one all. That oh yeah, you know you're right actually. <laughs> Sam is a Liverpool fan for anyone. Who uh, to be to be oh, fair, yeah. I, I hadn't really looked at your bench and I didn't realise you literally had no one else to start. So I'll let you no. off a little bit. So the thing was, if I'd gone for Charlie Taylor for a hit, it would have been safer. But I wouldn't have wanted Charlie Taylor like weeks gone by so yeah. to be honest i saw it as a minus two not a minus four yeah i know i know no, some people hate that i, I, knew, I hate that logic i hate that logic so much but the whole minus it two would have thing. been logical like if cancello had just got two points it would uh, yeah it, uh, you don't expect cancello to get none yeah but well I, I to be fair though we did talk about this where it's more likely to get a nil nil when two big teams clash than anything else um yeah. it just it just so happened that this this wasn't the actual first decent game like proper big game that that you know built up to hype and was actually decent um two things from the chat uh charlie taylor's an fpl hero says colin so yeah. i feel like you know you've got you've got that pedigree behind him charlie taylor can't believe you went Cancelo over him i lost bloody ailing as well when he finally, <laughs> every time you know he, he scored when i benched him game week one then he you know he get leads finally keep a clean sheet but he's injured so i had to sell him and the the same, same as like Webster. Oh. I would have had Webster if I didn't have all these injuries because I've done nine transfers so far. I'd have had Webster and Ailing. They'd have had clean sheets. You know, this could have been very, very different. But I'm going to call I'm you FPL Kuda from now on. Could have done this. Yeah. Could have done that. Right. Could have been um, top one K. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, FPL Tips, how's it going, man? In the chat says stay off Alonso. So just really quickly, while we touch on that because he's yeah, obviously he right. on your bench. Um, I've had Alonso what's your two thoughts weeks, now? though. Oh, no, so I know. I'm feel, not saying... I'm not, yeah. I mean, it's more for me. I think we were talking about my team, right? But um, what are you going to be doing with the Spanish wizard? Yeah, we, I guess we'll get to that later. Yeah, okay. That's, cool. that's, 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 a, that's a difficult one. Let's, let's get into the headlines. I think that's enough on my team that had nothing. Um, so the <laughs> first headlines, because of you, Sam. So you've started using analytics, but only very, very, very recently. Is, I mean, is that is that right? Sort of, yeah. So I'd say I always, I always thought underlying stats and analytics were a great tool, but I never really looked for myself. I'd just, I'd see someone else post, oh, this player has, you know, fantastic XG, and I'd be like, oh, that's great. I want that player. Um, but it's only this season I've actually dug out the stats for myself, 
Hmm. And the reason for that is because I think it's really easy for people to twist stats to fit the agenda they want to fit. Mm. I True. think it's important if you if you want to use them, you, you look for yourself. You don't just rely on you know certain big accounts that might pump out a thread every week um, and use stats because I think they're always going to use the stats to prove whatever point they want to prove. I think I think you're absolutely right, and you got to find someone who you trust with the stats because obviously, like like you said, I could I could bring up a stat that would be for an argument or against an argument. But what I like is when people tweet just the stats. Like yeah, there's a, yeah. a bunch of accounts that just tweet it and they don't put a narrative behind it, and that's that's like the perfect tweet for stats. So an, an example I use, and it's a bit of a stupid one, because we all know Salah's probably the best Liverpool asset. Yeah. But if, you know, say you didn't, you know, you're brand new to FBO, you didn't know anything. I could cherry pick stats. <laughs> sorry, 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 continue. It's not that could, face uh, that he didn't get it. <laughs> I could, uh, I could cherry pick stats to convince you that Salah's the best Liverpool asset. You know, I'd just go for XG. And he'll, uh, no, sorry, XG plus XA, and he'll be through the roof. I could probably cherry pick stats to convince you that Mane's a better asset than Salah, and I would just go for non-penalty XG, where right. he'll be higher than Salah. Uh, I could cherry pick stats to tell you that Jota's better than both of them. If I did it per 90 minutes, I think he comes out on top. So it's just, mm. you can, you know, little things like that, if you if there's an agenda you want to prove, you can you can sort of twist them in any way to prove that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the big accounts are doing it on purpose half the time. It's uh, nah. what do they call it? Uh, confirmation bias. Well, it's it's which, difficult you know, to make your argument to uh, explain that properly, but it's difficult if, to make your argument on Twitter without stats to back up because it's it's the more interesting part. Like just saying, "Oh, Sal looks good. I'm going to go for him." There's not much discussion, but if you put a stat yeah. in there, but the problem is like you only have so many characters it's very difficult to go now here's all the points for Salah and by the way just in case because I don't want to look like I'm being biased here's some stat like it's difficult so you just do five yeah. tweets and five different players and all the good stats but I completely I, I love where you're coming from so what made you what made you go from not doing it at all to this year was it just did was there a specific tweet or was there like did something happen like who hurt you <laughs> <laughs> lots of people hurt me but that's, uh, that's oh, wow, we've got an hour this. if you need it. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I, you know, I, to two years ago, obviously I had a great, great season where I finished 5.8k. Last season was a bit disappointing. I think I finished 80k, 90k in the end. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, I fancied making the change. Um, like I say, I think stats are really useful. I know people, people talk about the eye test and they say, oh, do you know the eye test is better than stats? Who's and clicking? The eye test probably is just as good as stats if you can afford to watch 10 Premier League games every week for 90 minutes. Yeah. I don't think anyone can realistically do that. You can't watch match of the day and say this player passes the eye test. You have to watch every game for 90 minutes if that's how you're going to base your decisions. Yeah, and especially, and think, especially not this season. No, and I don't think it's, no one no one can watch every game for 90 minutes, surely. No one has that much spare time. Pinky, are you clicking? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's I'm naughty. <laughs> That's naughty. Sorry. The sorry. editing time that this podcast is going to take. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, it's fine. I'm just I'm just definitely being too yeah. anal about it. Anyway, Rich, you were going to say something? Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Yeah, was it about pens? <laughs> were you going to make, were you going to say something about the clicking as well? <laughs> I think, well? <laughs> I think I, 
I think I was going to say, obviously, like last season, it probably was possible to watch every game because we we're in lockdown and they were Three most parts. of the games were on at different times, weren't they? Yeah. But yeah. even even then, I guess you can miss things or you can just watch things, can't you? You know, you want to see something. So you can yeah. have your eye test can have like confirmation bias as well. Yeah. But, so for um, me, when it, when it comes down to the eye test versus underlying stats, I think they're both fine. But if you're using the eye test, you have to watch every game for 90 minutes. And I, I don't have the time to do that. I don't think many people do. What do you do when someone's like a bad finisher? Like someone like Werner or I guess a lot of people say Mane was a bad finisher the other week. Um, people were very, very angry at Mane because they cost, cost them Jota points. I, I personally don't think many players at this level are bad finishers. A triori. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, maybe a few stuck in my throat. <laughs> but I, I don't think Werner's a bad finisher and I don't think Mane's a bad finisher. Uh, I think they both have been unlucky. And they're probably not world-class finishers, but I don't think they're bad finishers. Would you? Um, s- oh, sorry, continue. No, you'd like Troy, right? You have to take it into account. Like Troy always was uh, racking up the XG, wasn't he? And I guess that's where you have to be careful. I know a lot of people went for him for that reason, and uh, it hasn't worked out. Yeah, I think that it's interesting because see if you just go purely on stats, it will take you far, quite far. And if you go purely on, I mean, I don't want to turn this into a. a form versus fixtures or not form versus fixtures as you know eye test versus stats but the the the, where the stats fall off is exactly where your eye eye test will help whereas where the eye test falls down stats doesn't really help which is why i think stats should come first right like i have had the best ever season because i was way heavily more in stats than i am right now and then, and and what I always found was if I wasn't sure about a player, I could go and find a clip or I could go watch the highlights for that game and specifically watch that player. Whereas when, when you're watching the game, we always have a tendency to watch what's happening with the ball and not where other players are doing and everything. So do you find that, that you have the same sort of uh, outlook on it where you're using the stats but also connecting it a little bit? Or do you think you could get by purely on your, your newfound analytics? No, 100%. I think you do need to, you know, use the eye test a little bit, I guess, or even, you know, historical data as well. Uh, one thing I should say is, you know, looking at the stats for this season, what are we, seven weeks in? Yeah. I think uh, I think the analytics experts would say that sample size is still too small to take any anything away. Yeah. So you can't, you, you know, a lot of people looked at Traore after four weeks you know, had great underlying stats and they stuck him in their world card. Why did you but bring was... in Boimo in? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No. I'm joking. <laughs> that, was, that was six weeks. That was six weeks. And it worked. So I'm only joking. No, it's, no, it's fair. It's fair. You have to be very careful with sample sizes though. And again, I'm, I'm new to this. And, and I'm, I wouldn't I'm have said that had he not scored. So don't you worry. <laughs> Something I find quite interesting with this whole thing as well is obviously, I'm not saying it's captain hindsight, but you, you need a big sample. So it almost feels like you're going to get like halfway through the season, three quarters of the way through the season. Probably even then you'll be told it's too small a sample. Um, yeah. Because so, I mean, like, players could be retired by the time you're like, oh, actually, he was quite a good pick. All right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But, <laughs> but maybe a season. I'm very new to stats, so I'm still learning. But I know I was, you know, I was making conclusions after five, six weeks and people were telling me, oh, that sample size is too small. But for me, it was Spurs. I remember looking at Spurs and looking at their underlying numbers when they were top of the league, and they were awful. Their underlying numbers were awful, and I was just not sold on any of their players at all. Mm. And people were saying, oh, the sample size is too small. But what other sample am I supposed to use for Spurs under Nuno? 
yeah, because he's only managed them for four games, and those four games, the underlying numbers have been shit. So I wasn't going this on all game. I yeah. don't think many people were, but it's hard. Uh, is is a small sample size better than no sample size? I don't I th- know. I think there's probably a, a line where you get to the point where, right, sample size is too small, too small, too small, and then eventually, you know, right, we can use it now. But before that point, you know, it's best just to watch as many games as possible. Um, is there anything, um, I meant to ask this before, is there anything that you would say that stats don't cover that you've found? Like, so for example, the shots thing you were talking about before, where, you know, the shots doesn't take into consideration how bad the shot is, so you like XG, but is there anything else that you can think of? Um, I think an important one when it comes to XG is the quality of chance against how many chances they're getting. You know, you right. say you've got two players that have 0.5 XG and one of them can only have two chances a game, but those two chances are worth 0.25 XG. Would you prefer that player over another player who has six or seven chances a game, but those shots are really low quality, you know, 0.1 XG? Would you rather your player were getting a few very good chances or lots of very bad chances? And what's the answer? Um, I think I would say a few very good chances. Yeah. Rich? Yeah. A few tap-ins versus five shots from outside the box. It's the Watkins thing, isn't it? It's like Watkins versus uh, Ings. Ings. He used to get a lot of good chances, though. Well, he still does Um, get good chances, Watkins. Like, he he missed a lot of big chances. I do do find it interesting, though, because I think what you're saying, though, Sam, with, like, picking stats to choose your narrative for confirmation bias i think i probably have to admit i do that a lot like not as much as some Everybody people might i do it i do it yeah. i do it as a joke sometimes so I, I post my <laughs> team and someone says oh you've picked that player they're terrible and i will find the stupidest stat to say no that player is good like, it could be anything and i'm sort of taking the piss but <laughs> well this no, is where you, it's naturally. so true though because i've done that with when ha- when hazard was about and i was I remember I want I really wanted him, and I I remember thinking I'm gonna go check the stats just to make sure they back up the eye test that I'm I'm seeing, and they didn't, they didn't back it up, and I still went from because I was like nah because eye test, and he did really really well in his last season, um for at least a couple of weeks, um whereas sometimes I've been like oh these stats are great I'm gonna go have a look at this player just to make sure, and then if I did it anyway then. <laughs> I forgot that it doesn't. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I don't I even know how to explain that. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned the hard way with that. Um, for anyone listening, um, Sam does need. I said, uh, I said, I'm absolutely busting for a piss. I've been massively stitched up by the time we recorded for what ten minutes? Was it ten oh, minutes? No. Yeah, you're right. And then we realised we weren't actually recording, so we've been going what fifty minutes to an hour. Nah, nah, we've been going 37 minutes, but 10 of those weren't live, so 27 uh-huh. minutes. You've, you've just, uh-huh. You just didn't go earlier. I can't believe you wrote that in the Skype to let us know when it came up on the thing. I don't mind, I'm open. I'm I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, he's still laughing a lot. Rich is... Have you thinking your mic because of this laughter? 
He's crying. I can't, I can't laugh. We're gonna make me need the toilet more. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. Right. Okay. I'm, let's just take it. Go. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Just go. Right. We're gonna take a very early, early piss break, and we come it's back. Not early, gonna... you, you messed it up, and we we went for ten minutes. We'd still, mate. My clock started as soon as I pressed it on here. We had seven oh. minutes to go. I'm not letting you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's absolutely fine. It happens to everyone, and uh, we'll be back soon. And we are back. Sam has relieved himself and we'll move on to the, I think that was enough chat over, that was weird. That was, I think it's been enough chat about analytics. So we're going to move on to another very brief headline on Liverpool. Then we're going to get into the main stuff. Um, so obviously Sam, you support Liverpool as we, as people watching can tell from the shirts behind you. And you can tell by my accent as well. Yeah. You sound very scouts. scouts. scouts Sorry. <laughs> I haven't even mentioned that you're from Surrey yet, have I? No, you haven't. No. <laughs> I'm not from Surrey. Where did you get that from? I don't know. I just think I thought you were from Surrey. I think it's Josh who's from Surrey. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all the same, running, isn't it? Running inside joke between me and you. Yeah. It's probably it's not that funny to anyone else. It's all the same oh, to me, not, for sure. <laughs> you also the exact same. <laughs> That's offensive, mate. Um, <laughs> your face looked really worried, though. It's not, uh, I, don't I don't think, think it's it offensive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're getting to Liverpool like briefly, Sam. I just wanted to get your thoughts on them, and then we're moving to, to the wild card. So, obviously... Salah, a lot of people are talking about him as essential. Would you go for three Liverpool? Are you that good? Um, if I was to wild, this is how I was to wild card this week. Mm. No, I probably wouldn't go for three Liverpool. Would, um, would, I guess you've just sold Jota, so I probably could have guessed yeah. that. Like Mane, would he, would he tempt? Oh, God, he would tempt. He would really <laughs> tempt. But I don't think I could quite do it at the price tag. Um, I'm not a fan of what they call it these days. What the kids call it, freemium. We have free premiums. Yeah. The kids, um, all, 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 everyone who said that that I've seen are all like plus thirty. <laughs> the kids, the kids are much kids. better at naming things. I think but, freemium. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you get a much better balance with two premiums. Um, so for me, Salah is as close to as essential as it gets, and I don't think I'd go for Mane over a Lukaku or Ronaldo. Who needs, he's great. Who he's needs great. balance when you got Embuemo? True. There's very there's a lot of cheap midfielders, and maybe I would maybe I would be a bit spicy. He, he's <laughs> an absolute underlying stats monster. So you know, if I'm if I'm going to preach for analytics, then I should really go for it. Yeah, I, I I really like this topic because obviously Liverpool are coming up to a easy game, hard game, easy game, hard game situation, or at least you know a bit more roller coastery than they have been. Not saying that West Ham away is going to be difficult for Salah, but um, you know fixtures are fixtures. Do you think that number one we're going to have to talk about Trent, but number two, do you think it's worth doing anything in there with their defence since Trent's not playing? Um. For me, I think Trent's only, he's going to be back shortly after international break, I believe. Um, say Trent's fully fit, he's the second most essential player for me behind Salah. Right. I just think the, the, the you know, his created chances are better than most midfielders and forwards in the game. Uh huh. And he's, he's a 7.5 defender. I don't think you'll find many 
players under 7.5 in midfield or forwards that will put up the numbers he will, as well as the clean sheets. So as long as Trent's fit, he's going to be in my team. So I don't, uh, I don't think we look good enough at the back this year to consider the Trent and Robertson double up like I would have in previous years. And but Trent is 100% always going to be in my team if he's fit. Rich is sitting nodding in the back, and I don't think anyone else would disagree. No, I wasn't. I, I sort of had a question about this because I actually think, I mean, I just sold Trent last week, didn't I? And Did I you? almost feel yes. like there's, if you're going to do it and sell him, and I kind of want him back, if I'm totally honest. Um, if you're going to do it, probably now's the time, like with the Man City guys and with the Chelsea defenders. Yeah, I, can't, I mean, I can't argue City and Chelsea both look better defensively to me for the mm. actual clean sheet side of it. I think City and Chelsea will keep more clean sheets. Right, poor Milner this uh, week, eh? <laughs> oh, God, so excited. sad to watch. But I don't think, apart from maybe Cancelo and potentially Alonso, if he was going to play week in, week out. Yeah. That, that's another thing about Trent. If he's fit, he's playing. Same goes for Robertson. Yeah, if Liverpool have playing. much, much better. Whereas with back. the Chelsea and City back line, you've just got the rotation. Do you think that? Do you think that Trent outscores them? Because like that is an extra one point five million. That's nothing to sniff at. That's not an extra. You know, that's that's a, diff- yeah, a huge that's difference. A I mean, I, I I'll have both. I'll have Trent, Cancelo, and probably Rudiger. Yeah. Um, do I think Trent outscores them? I think Cancelo could potentially outscore Trent mm. with, you know, the whole Mendy stuff, which you won't go into. He seems pretty nailed this year. As far Who, as Mendy, he... I agree. Yeah, very, yeah, very <laughs> Coffin nailed. nailed. No, I'm kidding. Um, Cancelo seems fairly nailed as far as you can say that for yeah, City yeah. fullbacks. And he, his, um, his attacking numbers are good as well. Okay. I don't think any of the uh, Chelsea boys will just because of rotation, but I could be wrong. No, no, that's absolutely a, a great point. Um, Rich, were you going to say something there? I was going to move on. I was just thinking, because I think it moves quite nicely into the wildcard options, because what the, the question um, someone mentioned in the chat, um, an FPL Texan mentioned it as well, about hey, buddy. double City or Chelsea defence. So it does become like a balancing act, doesn't it, between if you want Trent, it sounds like Trent's probably the only Liverpool one we're going to consider. Like, like Sam just said, the Chelsea ones, they're a bit more prone to rotation, which is funny because... You know, with City, you'd expect them to be more prone to rotation at the back. Oh, it's, it's such a balance in that. And also, like you said, Dave, there's that 1.5 million. Yeah, it's a lot. Different. And it's why I'd probably struggle to wildcard this week because oh, I don't know what I'd do. Like, I think now, this week, now that the pictures have changed slightly I'd, and the Burnley at home game for Man City, I'd probably go double City defence over double Chelsea defence. But is that just I, recent because of what happened this week? I would go double City defence over double Chelsea. I yeah. think that I think underlying number wise they've been better defensively, um, and their fixtures, are, well, both fixtures are great. Mm. I think their fixtures are slightly better, and they're a bit more nailed, which is so weird to say for City. But City just said it for me. If I was going to go double one or the other, and would it be Cancelo and Diaz that you'd go for? Would you pay for the more likely nailed? Yeah, it was hundred percent be Cancelo. It's, it's weird because I don't think I'd go double either. <laughs> I'm being honest. If I was wildcarding, I'd go Trent, Aspilicueta, Cancelo. So you'd literally spread, spread, spread the money across, or spread the risk across. Because yeah. Laporte I've... at five point five, his like attacking threat looks pretty crazy. Like we compared him to Walker last week, and it's I mean it's hands down Laporte. Yeah. No, it's it's true. But are you, are you worried about Stones? But... I would be. This is partly why I'm happy to wait with my wildcard. To... 
it's been a bit scared, but it's just wait. Like if I'd waited for Alonso, I'd probably realise, oh, now Chilwell's back. And it's the same with like Laporte. Like if Laporte starts a couple more games, then true. I'm pretty confident he's like the new John Stones as in last season. Yeah, true. For me, Cancelo is by far the best City defensive asset. And I, I love Aspilicueta for Chelsea. I've got Rudiger who's good as well, but I think Aspilicueta's uh, attacking output is a bit underrated playing right wing back a fair bit yeah and it looks like Reese James I mean Reese James has been pulled out of the England squad now so mm-hmm. but then he's after Quetta's in the, in the Spain squad he's just he's him and Rudiger are surely the most nailed in that Chelsea back line the fact as Quetta can play right centre back or right wing back mm-hmm. and his you know his numbers when he plays right wing back he created all sorts of chances against um, Southampton the other day he got an assist didn't he was it one assist two assists it was the second offside was this Azpilicueta? Yeah, he got two. Yeah, he got two. He got two. two assists, that was yeah, that was yeah. so unlucky as well. I mean, yeah. Lukaku missed that sitter. Then Azpilicueta hit the bar. Yes, so yeah, he, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of, yeah, so he probably should have scored. Then it would have been a Lukaku assist for the Azpilicueta goal. It was Rudy who got the offside assist, wasn't it? Do we? Yeah, think, it was. Do we think that the reason why Azpilicueta was so attack heavy this week was is because Alonso wasn't playing? They just totally no. Because I mean, Chil- Chilwa was attacking down the left. It was just because. I guess James was out, so he's playing right wing back. Yeah, it's just that formation, isn't it? If you yeah. can get yeah. either of those wing backs nailed, then I think they gold. So then, yeah. it obviously, Azpilicueta's attacking threat then is only prevalent when Reese James isn't playing. Um, and, yeah, he's uh, going to drop off a little bit when he's playing right centre back. Yeah, then they course. can play Hudson Adoy. So how long's James out? Uh, ben Dennery's website says re- uh, on October first. Um, Tuchel was saying that Reese is training in the pool right now. I understand he was selected for the football team. This will not happen. And then we found out today that that was correct. Um, so there's no return date. Uh, I think even when James is back, Azpilicueta will get games at right wing back anyway. Yeah. He's also... Reece like... James has never started every week, even when fully fit. Yeah. And he's good. Azpilicueta is good for underlying bonus points as well. As I think like mm. Josh went through all this. He had all the data on it last week. He, you know, he is good for those... And it was annoying because I couldn't afford Cancelo and um, Azpilicueta. I was 0.1 short. But he, he's clearly better than Rudiger, but maybe not as nailed. I think yeah. that, that could be fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Rudiger. I've got Rudiger. Obviously, I wildcarded the week he scored a header, which I knew he was going to score a header that week, which is why I got him in. <laughs> um, but I, I do think if I was wildcarding this week, it would be Azpilicueta, personally. We have a few. Yeah. We have a few questions or a few things in chat from this. So Zinchenko coming back soon. Just hope they don't rotate with Cancelo. That's something we need to think about. I think Although Cancelo that's... can play. He can play right back as well. Aye, he might take over. That's one of the things we talked about. Um, triple City defense overkill? Question mark. Laporte, uh, Diaz, and Cancelo, and then on Laporte, uh, Andy. Let's talk. Brought him in on his wild card. So, I mean, some of us have Christensen, and that's kind of the Laporte equivalent, right? The cheap second center back that might not play all the time but can we talk about Laporte for a little bit because now you know it's been a while it's been longer than Alonso Alonso finally got dropped do we think Laporte is going to get dropped that left that whole left-footed center back thing I think for a start when you talk about City and Chelsea it's hard to say a player gets dropped yeah because they they rotate so much like did Christiansen get dropped or was it just oh, the actual the actual you know I mean? dropped in general the instead of rotating dropped and just rotation yeah. do we like, think his hard. rotation will fall nicely for FPL Sam <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know he's he's played great so 
He has. He's looked much better. Do you remember he used to just slide tackle everyone five seconds too early? And now look at him. He looks like um, Messi sometimes with his bad foot. I think Christensen, it's a good point, Sam, because I think Christensen, he's like clearly being being rotated because they've got so many options. Whereas I feel like with Laporte, like I mentioned where we saw Stones last year, if he can nail that down, I think he'll only be dropped. Yeah. Well, obviously, they're, he's on international duty with Spain. They're playing Nations League, like semi-finals and potentially final as well, like d- during the break. Same with all these Spanish players, even though obviously he's French. Um, but I think Laporte is probably, if he continues to play, he could consistently play the entire season, whereas I think Christensen might keep getting rotated. Oh, yeah. I agree. And especially the title race is so close. I think, you know, you want, especially in the back four, you want a centre-back partnership, which is, you're, you know, they're building chemistry and they're going to be nailed together. Even Pep, I don't think, is going to constantly rotate centre-backs in such a close title race. Yeah, and I even that. remember... I even remember Laporte. I'm not saying this is going to happen, by the way, but I remember him playing left back as well. Like, because he was a bit of a double game week hero a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's why they spent so much money on that that position, though, because they wanted it absolutely covered, so they don't have to do that anymore. But um. Yeah. But anyway, so we're on wild. Our lawyers. (laughs) We're on. (laughs) We're on wild card right now. Our chat, right? So if you guys were wild carding right now. Uh, um, let's talk your very first pick in defence then. Rich, we'll start with you. This is this is because this is one of the reasons I don't really want a wild card. I mean, I, I guess it would be Cancelo. Right, <laughs> Cancelo. Cancelo yeah. would be like, yeah, hands uh, I mean, that's why I did a hit for him last week. Hundred percent. Same as me and uh, and you, Sam. Uh, if it, it would be Trent. Yeah. Okay, Trent. Um, so let's assume five. that let's assume that he's fit then for this chat. So I'm going to yeah, pick Cancelo as well. So then. Second choice for me would be Trent um, because of the nailedness and, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. Um, but what about you, Rich? Second choice? Probably Rudiger. Yeah, not Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sam, third choice? Uh, third choice would be Azpilicueta. So, you're on Cancelo, Trent and Azpilicueta. Was it a lot of money? This is why I don't think I could do the triple premium. Right, okay. Um, and then me it would be uh probably rudiger just from the point two um rich number four you skipped number three did i yeah for you yeah you know you said rudiger so you said oh yeah no sorry that was your number two number three i mean i think with this like i'll probably not go for trent so it probably would be after that it would probably be diaz or laporte but then it becomes like a a price issue right okay but it's just just good trent Point. If oh. I was going to go five at the back, I'd go for Trent. Right. Then I'll go like triple City, Rudiger, and Trent, or double double in Trent. So it's going to be a, a two blue, two City, one one yeah, Liverpool. Do you know what? This is then you get into the situation where if suddenly, like last week, they st- these teams start conceding, you're going to have like bad game weeks. I mean, like, obviously, look at my yes, my the, game week. The eggs in basket situation. It's but... hard to get out of if you wildcard into it. That's true. But it's good yeah. to, because people are wildcarding right now and they're thinking yeah. about it. So it'll be good to get it on paper on what, what our picks would be. So yeah. you're going, so you've got Trent at the back, you've got Cancelo, Rudiger, um, Azpilicueta uh, and Diaz in the same place and uh, and then a triple. So you go Laporte as well. So in that case, then you wouldn't be going Trent or you would be going Trent. Like, where does that he fit sorry? in that list? Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
I'd probably have Trent as my fifth, just because it's yeah. um, it's the fixtures. I mean, I know they got Watford next. We don't fully know about his fitness either. Like Klopp suggested he's back, but on two occasions, I remember Klopp lying for weeks and weeks and weeks about Trent. True. And he didn't come back. So I'm not trying to scare Munger, but I don't really trust Klopp when well, it comes to Trent. he's got a history, uh, Trent, of failing fitness tests and and they really don't want to bring that type of player back too soon. They've got, so. got Champions League. Is it Atletico? Like, days after the Watford game? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a harsh. bit... I mean, they all do, so... If I was wildcarding now, I wouldn't have Trent. Okay. And so, I, so, I, I wouldn't feel great about it because then I'd want to get him back in a few weeks. But... Right, you already do. <laughs> you already want him back. Uh, Sam, for you then, you said Trent, then Cancelo, then Azpilicueta. Who are you finishing off with? So we do fourth and fifth? Yeah, do that. So fourth would probably be, depends on budget elsewhere. It could be Tierney, or if I'm being cheap, it might be Ben White. Yeah. Just because, you know, Arsenal have good fixtures. I don't think they've been too bad at the bat recently. Um, and then fifth would be Liveramento. Right, okay. You know, so you're not, you're not looking to double team, up. So. You're not looking no, to double up at all? No, no I wouldn't. Just but because you're worried about the risk, me. the eggs in baskets sort of thing? Uh, just the money side, really. But yeah. I like a lot. I love Trent. For me, he's the most. You know, I say he's the second most essential player on my team. Yes, yeah. and I love City and Chelsea's defense. Poor Shaw. Um, so Poor I think I take one of each, and then I wouldn't spend that much money on doubling up on any of them. Fair play. Then go a bit what cheap and like Ben White and Livermento. The reason I don't like not doubling up because obviously I can be a bit you've obsessed got, with double got, and triple. You've up. got a doubling up fetish, haven't you? Yeah, no, I do, I do. <laughs> but do, you, do you know what annoys me in this game, though? Like, you go for a City defender, and you're, like, happy for that clean sheets for a couple of weeks, and then suddenly you find out that, oh, I need City to concede because the EO's this, and, you know, you get some clever clogs um, giving you the percentages, and then you want your defenders to concede. Yeah, and that's fair. I, try. I, don't, I don't enjoy it, then. And it works everywhere. It works everywhere too. Like people had Kane or Son last season and the only real way that you could get anything out of either of them is to have both of them. And that same said for defense and for other players. Like if everyone has Salah, then then Ma- that's why Manny looks so good is because, you know, Salah hurt sometimes. Like this week, if you didn't captain, I may hurt. Um, so I, I, I really like the double up it's, fetish, <laughs> to was, be honest. It's why I was intrigued with like when we were talking about Mane earlier, because I think if I was wildcarded, I'll try and go Salah and Mane, just so if I'm assuming people are going to captain Salah a lot, I'm going to enjoy it a lot more if I've got Mane as well. Then again, it, it probably not if I don't have Trent. Maybe it's too much from an enjoyment perspective rather than a what's best to do kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I try my hardest to ignore um, EO when I make yeah. decisions. And I know it, you know, if you're late in the season and you've got a bad rank, then you sort of can't ignore it. But I try my best just to do the decision that I think is best and not worry about the EO. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Should we move on to midfielders? So Yeah, do it. I'm actually going to make this team or try and, you know. Gonna make the team. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Jimmy the Clarets basically asking about these budget 5.5 mids. So Decoure, Gallagher, and Buemo, and then JLP FPLs chucked in Smith Rowe as well. Um, I mean, Sam. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I know which one you're going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I literally had that decision this week for a transfer, and I went and where my... Was it close? Uh, did you hear that? I yeah. Mean, I just dropped like a photo frame. Um, was it close? I was considering the Arsenal boys a little bit because the fixtures are so good. Um, mm. But Arsenal as a whole, their underlying numbers aren't great as an attacking side. Um, 
I think the only reason it was close is just because Brentford have Chelsea this week, and I respect that defence so much that it's a bit of a bummer. Um, I think if Brentford didn't have Chelsea this week, it wouldn't have been close. So he'd have been clear of like Gallagher and Decore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that's interesting about the Arsenal. Is that is that Arsenal's numbers over the season or even more long term? Uh, over the season, yeah. even more recently. Again, tiny sample sizes. They don't seem to create a whole ton of chances. Yeah, I got you. No, I wasn't trying to catch you out with the small sample size again. <laughs> it was interesting with Gallagher as well, because obviously he got subbed at like 70 minutes. Um, then And Elise came on and scored off the bench. Um, so I was obviously delighted for him. He had three shots in about 10 minutes. Obviously two of them were for the goal. I don't know if he stole any set pieces yet, because I think Milivojevic has been taking a few. Um, Gallagher's interesting though, isn't he? Because he is putting up good stats, but are they just not yeah, as good as in Bromo's? Uh, not quite. But I'd, I'd be lying if I said I've, I've looked at Gallagher, Lowe's and Palace. I'm not sure what Palace's fixtures are like. Um, quite, quite mixed, to be honest. Like, they don't seem to have a consistent run of good ones. It's like they have a good one and a bad one. Yeah. I think I just prefer Brentford as a team. And Buemo yeah. is a little bit cheaper uh, because of the price rises. So that helps. And then also, fixture-wise, he's looking a little bit better, medium yeah, term. Once you get Chelsea out of the way, it's, not, it's, it's very nice, really. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, uh, Gallagher's not been, it's not got the worst. He's uh, Arsenal, which isn't that bad for an attacking fixture. Um, although it's been getting a little bit better now. And then you've got, because um, Brighton should have scored, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and then you've, they've got Man City as well in game week 10. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit more in Buemo. But would we be saying that if he didn't score? Like, would you be on him if, if he didn't score, Rich, do you think? Um, probably, probably. Yeah, I don't, don't think it's just him scoring. I mean, obviously, before he scored, he hit the woodwork, didn't he? Ah, it was very close. He looked lively. Do you want, do you want, do you want, do you want a couple of little stats for you? Yeah, yeah we'd love on. some so, stats. And Buemo, per 90 minutes, has a higher non-penalty XG and expected assist. Um, higher than Rafinha, higher than Bruno, higher than Grealish, higher than Jimenez, higher than Tony in his own team. His underlying stats for a 5.5 midfielder. He's essentially playing up front as well. Is this where I need to go and fact check it though? Because obviously you've used per 90. So now I'm cautious <laughs> that you've like skewed yeah, these stats. Yeah, I'm, I'm fitting my gender. But I think yeah. a 5.5 midfielder that's playing up front essentially and putting up those numbers. Yeah, he's pretty much out of position. But he, and he does it. play 90. Like he, 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 it's not like he's getting subbed off early, right? Or am I mistaken? He is playing 90 minutes. It's not like since West Ham, I think a little bit. I can't remember how early. I'm gonna find out. I can. I've got the power right Did here. Did you review what's that game that Brentford West Ham? I, I was it? watching it until Elise came on. I Did was. I was watching it even before his goal. I think he hit the bar twice in like the first five minutes. Wow! I seen the tweets. I wasn't watching, but I seen. I seen everyone going nuts. Um, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, and then a West Ham 81 minutes. Yeah, um, 81. So oh, I, I, that's fair enough. Yeah, and the, and the fixtures are about to get like, they're about to get really nice. So I think a lot of people have been waiting on him and Tony. I guess some people might even look at doubling up. I don't. I don't think that's a bad shout at all, especially once you get Chelsea out of the way. Like, so, Tony seems to be playing quite deep. So obviously he's on penalties. And he's really good at penalties, but he does seem to be playing quite deep. Um, like more of a creator. Is that? I, can't, I think that's what the stats are showing. I feel like I need to talk about stats all the time now. You're on Sam. <laughs> it's a good. It's a great way to go. How on. weird is it? Just just pause for a minute. Like, would you have thought Rich a year ago 
like me, you'd be saying you need to talk about stats. <laughs> no, I keep trying to twist it in my head. Like, I've got to make it about stats because otherwise Sam's going to be like, what? I'm not even I'm literally brand new to this. Like, I'm not, you're not talking to like Kaza or fucking Simon or anything. <laughs> in a way, I almost like prefer it because it's like, it's not getting like too like, what? I don't understand this now. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it... <laughs> so I've left Salah in the team. Um, just to go for and Sanchez and Lukaku. So we've got four, three more spots in midfield and two more strikers. I'm going to, I'm going to say right now. That we I, may, oh, you, if you hadn't wasted, not wasted, if you hadn't used your, <laughs> if you hadn't used your wild card, Dave, like I would think right now you're getting us to build your wild card team. <laughs> no, I just thought for a visual it would be better. So right now we've got Cancelo, Trent, Aspi, Laporte, and Livermento in there. I mean. I think Rafinha has to be in there, surely. I was going to say, as an underlying stats man, the fixtures turn. Rafinha's got to be in there for me. Right, he's yeah. added. Easy peasy. Way to go. Um, we've got two more spots. Do we, we want do, to do put... you know what? It's funny, actually, because um, late rise a message saying, if you're talking about the guy in the GIF, please can I get a shout out? So oh, the yeah, GIF we that use. was my next mention. Yeah, yeah it's Phil Foden. Um, so late rise, did mention it on the wire um, last week. So I did say I'd, I'd mention that because he did. Um what are we thinking so, for Foden? He looked he good, looked didn't he? He so good against us. He Jeez. always looks good, though. That's the thing. Like, he always looks see, good. Did you see the joint man of the match? That made me laugh. Yeah, that was a bit... Yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> that was a bit weird. You wouldn't get fact... that for smaller teams, would you? Like, if it no, was, like, no. the Brentford game, you wouldn't get, like, oh, they've given it to, like, to, you know, Embuemo and whoever. You <laughs> I know? think they felt sorry no. for him, to be it honest. Was a bit, it was a bit too pop, but the fact Salah <laughs> scored that goal and made that assist and they're still saying that you know it was close between him and Foden Foden was so good against us he was he was was very very good is he going to play enough that I should put him in my hypothetical wildcard lads I think looking at their fixtures it's worth the it's worth the risk isn't it like a lot of stuff's gone around they always beat Burnley 5-0 and Sterling you know he's been a player I've always owned I've captained him a lot and I can tell you off the top of my head Sterling's always benched Against against Burnley, it seems to be an actual thing. I seen a stat. I'm gonna jump in with a stat. I know it's not my usual thing, but yeah, I feel like, like infecting us with stats. No, I seen that uh, in the last two seasons, Mares has scored. I think it was uh, 33% of his goals against um, Burnley. 33% what, like for the season for this that whole right season. Is, yeah, that right there is what I'd call a tin pot stat. Yeah, it's just interesting. He he, he scores he scores uh, a third of all his goals against Burnley. Uh, from the last two seasons, like one season, you wouldn't be saying anything. Two seasons, it's becoming a bit of a trend. And if it happens again, is it still tin pot? That's a lot of historical data. Yeah, but then there, that's, that comes back to the Sorry. point I was making earlier. By the time you've got enough data for it, they the players retired. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. You gotta take a chance. <laughs> I hate I hate those tweets where it's like you know, a certain <laughs> players' record against a certain team in the previous five seasons. Yeah, like, I just wanted to see what you'd say to be honest. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That team was being managed like you know we're talking about oh Salah's record against Watford five seasons ago and they've had <laughs> twenty different managers since then like yeah, it's the same the, Watford the Antonio ones against Leeds where they he was like in the Championship and he was playing right back a couple of times and yeah, like, yeah. Like Sheffield Wednesday and Reading and the Forest so but, are but we to be fair Burnley there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of consistency there with the management so maybe you're onto something just to speed this along now we have. Three spots left. I'm assuming that we're going to go a cheapy in midfield and not up front. So I'm going to just put Mendy in there for fun. The 4.4 midfielder. 
Um, which means we've got 14 million to spend on two strikers. Who are we going for? Because I've got Lukaku in. This is, in, I'm this is interesting we're... now, isn't it? Because obviously Antonio is probably up there, but then the fixtures do get a little the bit. Fixtures turn, yeah, but he's yeah. <laughs> again underlying stats. He has the best underlying stats in the league. Yeah, I feel like there's no there's no the fixture where play. I'd be worried about owning him, but there I'd are hundreds of fixtures him. where I'd worry about not owning him. I'd be between. I'd have him, him. I'd have him on a short leash if I got him on a wild I'd be card. Between him and Bamford. He's Bamford. Bamford would be incredible. See, Bamford and Armstrong will have the fixtures if Bamford's obviously obviously back. Yeah, I had Bamford for a bit. That was good. Um, I presume we can't <laughs> afford both, can we? I don't think we can afford both. Uh, he's eight million now. We've got six point two, no. but we could. But we could talk about that. We could go Christensen over Laporte. We could do. We could take Laporte. Fo- probably is a bit risky. We probably should have Rudiger. Um, I've only just properly looked at the team you put together. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go for Rudiger because he is he is nailed. And also, this is my wild card. Obviously, I've I've lost money on Torres and stuff. Like my, I mean, to, my to be honest, the thing lost. with this, I wouldn't wild card to this, but I like some of the players in it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's right there is a pretty decent team: Cancelo, Trent, Aspi, Rudiger, Levermento, and you've got Salah, Mbwemo, Foden, Rafina, Antonio, Armstrong, Lukaku. This is very similar to a lot of teams. With, just with Mendy. Now. I guess for people on wildcard, um, Brownhill's 4.4. Yeah. Brown actually, oh, sorry. Actually yeah, it was just easiest because so I already had him. Stuff so. like that. And I guess the best 4.5 midfielders is like Douglas Louise, probably. And I think yeah. he's due to go up soon. Probably. There you go. Brownhill would probably the best 4.4. Is there, yeah. is there anything Swimming in choices. Is there anything in this team that we don't like anymore? Well, you can't afford it. No, I know I can't, but I'm, I'm, uh, and I don't okay. like that. You're right, but uh, most people will be able to. I've, that's a problem. If you wanted some, to be able to afford it, could, how much is Armstrong? I can't see it's too small. Six point oh. But to like, let's be very clear here. Lots of people have Rafina and got him before he went up in price. A lot of people yeah. got Livermenta before he went up in price. A lot of people got Rudiger before he went up. A lot Cancelo just went up. So people get like yeah. this. This is a very easily. I, I reckon both of you could afford this. Probably. Just for discussion, how much is Huang for Wolves? Who? <laughs> Am I pronouncing it wrong? <laughs> no, no, I, I, no I, just, I just think it's Huang. <laughs> for Wolves. Yeah. Um, how much five, is he? I think, I think mm. he's 5.5. He is 5.5. So, it's so yeah, option. you could, go, you could yeah. go there for sure. If See, I really like Armstrong because something we, we've obviously... Um, we talked about Armstrong before, and this is the nice fixture run. With Ward Prowse suspended for three games, we're assuming because he was on penalties at Blackburn, he might be on penalties at Southampton. Yeah, like for I don't six think million. Give him to Shea, right? I don't think he's scored a penalty ever. I, I think it would be Armstrong. And I, I remember Lucy, Lucy Heinet, um, who's what's Saints. I did ask her on Twitter, and she seems to think it will be Armstrong. Like she didn't guarantee it. Aye, because Ward Prowse hasn't missed a minute of football in like fifty years or something, right? And now he's now he's missing. Like because he was uh, he was one I was really looking at to bring in for these fixtures because they've got Leeds. They're at home to Leeds, then home to Burnley, and yeah. then away to Watford. It doesn't get much better. Yep, he's missing all three. Does that change how good they're going to be? He's obviously a belter player. Apparently he's been playing, he's not been actually fit, and he's not been playing that well. Ah, so they might get better. I don't know about that. It's, it's, you know. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, that's, well, that's something for a different day. Stuff, just um, stuff I've heard, you know. Like, no, no, um, it's good. Yeah. So so let's, let's, let's go through this team then. For a nice wild card, you could get Trent, Cancelo, Azpilicueta, Rudiger, Levermento. Uh, Salah, Mbwemu, Foden, Rafina, Antonio, Armstrong, and Lukaku with Brownhill 
as your your fodder. Now, obviously, we talked about how much Alexander Arnold is, and if you wanted to, you could absolutely take him out and go for um, Laporte. Or and you then, go Diaz, I guess, if you're going to bring or Trent Diaz out. Or Diaz. I was just saying Laporte because that means you'd be able to afford Bamford if he's back. Yeah, if, if he's back. So yeah. you could do that or you could or you could go for... Yeah, it's still, I mean, I still quite like Saar as well. Like, I know they've got Liverpool at home. He scored a brace last time. I think last time I was, he was um, playing against Liverpool. So would that be instead of, instead of um, Mbwemu then here? Or I think I do prefer Mbwemu, but it's close. The features aren't great. I, don't, I know Liverpool, but I didn't think they were great. Then the thing is, I keep saying people people seeing... So first of all, they've got Ranieri, and so there might be a new manager bounce, but obviously that might not be a thing. But <laughs> even, even before then, I didn't think the fixtures in the really short term are that bad. Like the next three, they've got Liverpool at home. Yeah. Everton away, then Southampton at home. Like I don't think it's like the worst. It's another big team after that, isn't it? Then it's then it's Arsenal away. Yeah. And yeah, then United, United at home. Then Leicester away. And they, I mean, then they do have Chelsea and City, but both at home. That and then is, gets look at that it's ugly you looking. Compare that, you compare that to Embuemo though after Chelsea, and I'd, True. I'd, I'd struggle. But he's he's a talent. Okay, well think about it this way: if you're sorry, I don't if he's not bad. He isn't that bad, but you also have to take into consideration who you're bringing up. If, if people are going for Ben White, then that's Arsenal. You don't like that. If people are going for Trent still, then that means that game week eight is a bit annoying because Sarr is playing against him. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't care about stuff like that. And Southampton, like, you've got Livermento. I care about that anyway. stuff. I definitely care about that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Why? Why do I care about my attackers playing my defenders? Yeah. Well, Rich, what happens when Sarr scores is that your defenders don't get any points. So I'd, I'd like to kind of avoid that if, 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 if at all possible. That's I don't, I don't know about that. That's... It doesn't matter with Trent and Cancelo, though, because they're just wingers, aren't they? Clean sheets are bonus. <laughs> That's true. we gotta, we got we to gotta always remind everyone that I, we I think do they're... Get what, I, Dave, I do get what you're saying there, but I just don't think on like levels like that. Oh, like, of course. that That is like... So if I you're, always if... used to think, oh, I'll play, I won't play my attacker against a defender because I'll go for the highest possible score. But then there is also this thing where... Yeah, it's like win-win, isn't it? Like, I guess you can get unlucky in another player scores. No, I'm, I'm, that would be a, if I'm going again, if I'm looking to get X player or Y player and they're pretty similar, then I would also then look at if their run of fixtures was, was good for my team, not just good. Um, and then that would sway me. So the fact that Sar has got bad fixtures and three of those fixtures are against players that I own then that would sway me against saying that not only are the fixtures bad, but they're bad for me. So therefore, Duncan, I'm out or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. No, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I, mean, oh, I, I, do, I don't do that. But <laughs> do you, Sam? Not really, but it, <laughs> I, I get it. I don't do it, but I it's, it's this is like like playing like 4D, isn't it? Like you're. Really like... Yeah, it's, I'm I'm so far ahead. I'm not getting any points right now. I, I think this is a bit of a bit of a tangent, but I think it comes into the same category as you know people that won't put in plays of teams they don't like. You know, guy who like won oh, FBL no, and didn't put Liverpool players. Not, don't do me no, like no, that. <laughs> What? No, my point is, my point is, what you want to happen has no effect on what will happen. No, that's oh, that's exactly exactly yeah, it. okay. So, what I want to happen has absolutely no impact. So, just because I've got Ronaldo and Bruno doesn't mean, you know, I want United to do well. And it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. 
maybe that's not linked, but to me, what I want to happen has no impact on what actually happens. So I don't care if my defenders are playing my attackers. Yeah, fair play. And we talked about Tony, didn't we? Um, someone in the chat just said that, Tony and Buemo. We, we did talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, have, we, have we got much time for for questions? Yeah, we've got so loads of time, mate. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because the, the early, early piss yeah, break. Yeah, we're only yeah. in one minute, one hour, one hour <laughs> eight minutes or something. Nice. Well, we got we got loads of questions, so I would like to get onto some of those. Yeah, and do we'll Try and get through as as many as we can, um, and then we'd obviously go through our teams like way too early because obviously it's international break. Um, if people want to join the FPL Surgery Podcast League, by the way, you can just go to four U. So the code is four U two seven four two. There you go. Uh, I should probably join that. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> that's, a, that's a low standard. You'll be above me. Be above oh, me. that's a shame. <laughs> um dave do you want to show the leagues off the leagues yeah sure i can do that brilliant so the code again is for you two seven four two dave's doing his <laughs> dave's doing his bits you can do it at the end if you want if you want to go into the questions first no no i can do them i can do them i can do them so the leagues right now fpl surgery podcast league i'll show it is it showing it is showing so uh up first we've got ryan uh, Ryan, oh, I get it. <laughs> Ryan Jers, I got there. I got there in the end. Um, he's at first with 537 points. Jesus. And then Captain Salah, Stephen, uh, FK Bannock, Thomas, uh, the gunslinger Mark, and then Maitland miles ahead um, in fifth. <laughs> I like that. Um, well done, Jacob. And then, you know, it goes on from there. But all those guys have plus 500 points. That is, that is incredible. And uh, Ryanger's is uh, overall rank 46th. Decent. Absolutely. What is his decent. name? What is his team name? Ryanger's. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Rangers, doesn't it, it? I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be Rangers, but his is name's he, is Ryan. He trying to wind, is he trying to wind you up? Potentially. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Um, the team. And then, and then in the Surgery Patreon League. Um, we've got Jorgen up first and he is in the top 3k, just outside the top 2k, um, Very with 511 nice. points. And then the Hitman, of course, Patrick's there, and then Ian and Eddie and then Darren. There you go, mate. All Brilliant. Very right, well, well done. I'm very jealous of all of those. So we're, we're, we're going to move really swiftly on. Um, so questions. First question we've got is from Vardy Boys. He, he's asking, he or she, sorry, is asking for sure replacements. And is Ronaldo to Lukaku worth the additional transfer to fund the short upgrade with two free transfers? So I guess there's two things really, isn't it? Like, so Sh Luke Shaw, do either of you have Luke Shaw? I still have Unfortunately, him. yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Well, what are you both looking to do with with him? Get rid I of fully him? intend. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the bin. Bar, bar any injuries over a national break, I fully intend to use my free transfer on short to Cancelo. Nice. And you're looking to get rid of him as well then, Dave? Yeah, he's going to be part of a, of, a, of a little bit of an overhaul, I think. So, yeah, he's just not worth it, right? They're not keeping clean sheets and he doesn't do enough attacks. So, there you go. I don't know. Like, I'm... I might sell him. I'm really on the fence. I might sell him, but there's part of me... And I know they've, they've not kept... Many clean sheets at all. I think I've seen stuff like one clean sheet in 18. Um, was it none in nine at home? But he's still taking, you know, he's still taking corners and stuff. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't see it as a priority to get rid of him. Like, if I was wildcard, I would not have him. But I, I understand. Like, 
I get where you're coming from because uh, numbers-wise, their defence hasn't been that bad. Um, they just seem to give up like the odd silly goal. You know, they win like 3-1, 4-1, whatever. But numbers-wise, he's creating a few chances and United's defence isn't awful. I think it might be like fifth or something. Is this the same as what happened Liverpool last season? Or was it two seasons ago where they similar? Yeah, they uh, yeah. they kept getting good stats but losing silly goals yeah. like that Pookie goal with Van Dijk and all that stuff. And then yeah. you know it just it just kind of compiles. Yeah, I don't think keeping sure is terrible, but I just I can't justify it when I want City defense, Chelsea defense, and Liverpool defense. Uh, he's not no, I get right. it. I get it. It's just I guess it's just the value of the transfer, isn't it? Like I I wouldn't do it for like a hit. Like, yeah, it's, no, it's I wouldn't just either. gonna just gonna wait for it. No, you take Trent out for a hit though. Definitely, definitely. Right, next question. <laughs> well, no, um, so the other thing about that was um, obviously Ronaldo to Lukaku. So oh, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. People have, have Ronaldo. It's quite a big thing at the moment, actually. Um, now, Ronaldo's obviously away at Leicester next week, whereas Lukaku's got, was it, who's, who's he got? But he's got Brentford, hasn't he? Brentford away. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it. I probably wouldn't do it. Brentford's defence looks so much better than Leicester's right yep. now. And their stats uh, are probably going to say the same thing. And uh, Ronaldo's had a little bit of a rest. I know he's going to be playing loads, but do you think he gets rotated, not dropped, um, two games in a row? I'm being quite dangerous because like, you shouldn't pre-plan transfers too much, but I think that's probably going to be my game week nine transfer. So you're going to wait, you're going to do the, you're going to have let them, let them rip against Leicester? So I don't think, obviously I, I plan to do shorter Cancelo this week, yeah, um, I don't think Ronaldo to Lukaku looking at those fixtures is worth a minus four. But is it game week nine where it's Liverpool United? Yeah, Rich. Lukaku yeah. has a good fixture. I think I'll probably make the switch then. Yeah. Okay. So, but so I think looking bit... at fixtures, it's inevitable. I'm probably going to make that switch. It's just when. If you had two free transfers, would you would you do it? Uh, and nothing and nothing else today. I think I prefer Ronaldo this week, but I yeah, prefer same. Lukaku long term. So it's it's weighing up that you know one game week versus long term. When I say long term, I mean like the next you know five weeks. Lukaku's fixtures are much better. Yeah, fair yeah, play. It's interesting. And Portugal have got like a friendly. I think they're playing Luxembourg, and then they have got like a friendly against Qatar as well. Mm, um, so I guess he's, he's it is Ronaldo. They say he probably want to score loads of goals. They won't need to break the record by even more, like stat pad. <laughs> Pad those yeah. stats, Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, 20, um, 20 goals in. Next question is from uh, Alice, and uh, they're asking thoughts on Ronaldo to Kane. Now, usually, we don't put this type of question up if it's not something that everyone is talking about. Now, can you guys see the bias again? Just popping I, its I little have, head up. <laughs> I have put every question on the schedule no, I know, and I, put, I, put, put them in order. It I'm was something go. I was thinking about, um, like before, think, the think... before the games. Before the games, I was thinking like I was annoyed at Ronaldo, and I was like, if Kane plays well today, I might get him in. I haven't got the luxury to do it though. I think at least might be the only person in the community that has a bigger cane fetish than Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it biased from Elise then? Yeah, massively. Yeah. Fair, I think I think he'd done all right. Who did they play the other day? Um, who did they who play, play the other day? Aston Villa on the weekend. Aston, Aston Villa. Villa, yeah. I think his numbers were okay against Villa. Yeah, six shots. And... I know you don't like it, but we can get the XG if <laughs> you like. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> 
I haven't looked at the XG, but I know up until then, like, was it? He went like two weeks without having a shot in the box. Yeah. Yeah. His, when was the last time he returned poor. in the season, Rich? Uh, he scored for England during the last ah, break. The Premier League. Sorry, buddy. You know the answer to that. Yeah, he hasn't. But, he has not. But yeah, it would like be interesting, though. The week, if, yeah, people start to underestimate him. That's when he starts scoring. He's got Newcastle, then West Ham away, then Man United at home, then Everton away. Those are pretty, like, uh, maybe not Everton, but... And West They're not Ham bad. Like Newcastle's the next game. Son probably is better value. Yeah, I definitely think. I, if you were saying Ronaldo downgrade and then upgrade someone to Son, Son has been a lot more consistent, and he also isn't, you know, in his own head thinking I could be at City right now every single day of his life. So I think Son's been been doing a lot, a lot of good. And but I haven't looked at the stats, Sam. I don't think there's a lot in it. Yeah. <laughs> to be I, fair, I Son's really also like a stat either. buster, isn't he? He's always. If I was wildcarding, I wouldn't go near any Spurs players personally. No. It's too early. I love I think. how we're just we're just saying stuff, and then we're like, well, but if we don't know the stats, we just like chuck it over to Sam. Be like, oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you told me to do that. Didn't you say that just before you called him? No, every time you don't know what to say, just ask. I still, Sam. Think, I still think that's insane that you you know you look at me like some statistical expert. We're just we're just messing with you. Uh, <laughs> just realise what references. <laughs> Guys, did you know stats were great? I'm going on the pod. Um, FPL Moan's happening. Teach, uh, he's asking, apart from Salah, can we trust other players in the league with the captaincy armband? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is not a serious question. Uh, all right. I know we all have to captain Salah every yeah. week. No, I, I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. And there was, honestly, it's going to sound like I'm... Actually, I put this on WhatsApp so you could back me up here, Dave. There was like a... WhatsApp a down, real... I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. It was like a three or four hour period last week where I was thinking I can't trust Ronaldo or Lukaku because obviously I've owned both for a while, and I was genuinely thinking about Captain and Salah. Yeah, you, and then you obviously all the stats it. are City's defensive records crazy, so I would have never actually gone through with it. No, I, I did similar. Obviously, I don't own Lukaku or Captain Ronaldo. I just I was never sold on it, mm. and I know it's that stupid thing about the early kickoff. Obviously, I captained Ronaldo for the early kickoff last week, and he blanked. And I just I hated Ronaldo captain this week. And I, yeah, I, I also week. I tweeted screenshots. I was talking in a I can't remember who to in a in a private conversation. I was like, I really want to captain Salah. Mm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I didn't I didn't have the ball. So a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of people did in the end, which I think is probably just bots. I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say a lot of people forgot to change their captain. Yeah, there you go. That's why I was going to say bots or people who don't play this every week. Lynn did actually captain Salah on purpose. Well done, Lynn. Look, if you you compare Salah and Lukaku, Salah's a little bit fixture-proof. Yeah, it seems like Lukaku's Lukaku's consistently unlucky, which we're going to have to watch. Yeah. Do you know what kind of annoyed me this week was a lot of people sold... Obviously, there was a lot of defensive injuries, so people didn't go through with their plan. A lot of people were looking at selling this complicated plan where they sell Salah for the week, Mm. and then they could bring in Lukaku and Ronaldo, and it never happened. They do this every year. They go to sell Salah. But normally, Uh, he doesn't play like that. Normally, he scores a penalty, and he punishes people with like a 9-10 pointer. I think he's getting annoyed with everyone selling him. he's scored a fair few against City, hasn't he? Normally, yeah. 
I think it was against City where he scored a penalty. He seems to score penalties. Yeah, last, just in last, year games. A, last year he scored a penalty against Well, that's City. why he's so good. We still don't know if Lukaku's taking penalties and such. Like, it's it's such and a Ronaldo. difficult... And Ronaldo, we Ronaldo don't know anything so well. It, yeah. yeah. It is a good question from Andy, and I do think most of the time we're going to captain... It kind of came Salah. with uh, Irons, a uh, friend of the pod. After his performance versus Manchester City, would any of you seriously consider Salah versus United in game week nine over Lukaku versus Norwich. Now that's that's even harder than this week, I think. If I own both, I don't think I'd think twice about Captain Lin Lukaku against Norwich. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also because obviously Lukaku's at home to Norwich and then Salah's away yeah. to United. If they were both at home, I think it, there could be an argument. I'll probably still get Lukaku. Salah scores yeah. three goals this week. Lukaku gets subbed early because he played a bit rubbish against Brentford. The conversation absolutely changes. Mm, but that's or not does it? Happen. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could potentially. It could happen. Brentford, decent. Watford, not so much. New manager, blah, blah, blah. Um, all right, next question from FPL Vanarama. And they're asking, how do you manage international breaks? Great question. Um, usually I go to Germany and I'll have a nice massive pint and I'll have a good wee sit down somewhere for a couple of weeks and then come back refreshed and ready to go. What about you guys? Uh, just watch yeah, NFL exactly on Sunday. Same, exactly <laughs> every every international break, I go to Germany for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great, it's a lovely place to go. A ritual. I enjoy watching England, so I'll probably watch England. <laughs> you can't watch England for two weeks. I think the question is: is how do you guys do? You guys switch off from FPL, and the answer I think is a, a big yes for me. Yeah, I switch off from FPL. Like I've I've already switched off. I plan on doing short cancel. We'll see what happens with injuries if that changes. But yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna stress about FPL for two weeks. Rich, you never turn off. I have to mute you sometimes. You're yeah. you're nah, what, I never, that? nah. That takes too much effort. I just don't look at my phone. But the, <laughs> but yeah, no, you you're 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 on it constantly. You're you're always doing your due diligence, um, looking at f- fan forums and stuff, and going nuts. Do you do it's that? Not like international constant. Break? I no, spend no, no. Like... But you do it much more than me, and I. <laughs> you're and making I respect me sound like I'm you, you at four in the morning. I'm sending you stuff from the Brentford forums. Nah, like, go... oh, have you seen Pinnix picked up a knock? <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not that bad. You don't. You don't stay up till four. Four. Four a.m. What you do is you go to bed early so you can get an hour of research in before work. That's a d- <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, Absolute joke. But what do you do? You, do you turn off during international break? It varies. No, genuinely, I just watch watch England play. I enjoy it. So, and it depends. Like, I haven't really got much to do this week if I'm not wildcarding. Yeah, fair play. I we see it. I guess it depends if we pod next week or not. True. That's very true. And we're we're thinking about it. <laughs> There'll be yeah, definitely maybe. be something. <laughs> All right. What's up next? Um, we've already discussed Foden, haven't we? Because we had Jeff Pedder's question: Are there any City mids worth considering? I yes. don't think I'd have the balls to captain De Bruyne, which we talked about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because of Salah. I think because well, of Salah, I wouldn't captain De Bruyne. So I don't know if I'd go for him. I don't think I'd even consider it on a wild card, De Bruyne. Because of the price? Yeah, the price. I just don't think I could justify it over Salah, Lukaku, Ronaldo. I'd take Mane before I took De Bruyne. I think Does that De Bruyne... make Foden the only option in the midfield? Obviously Grealish as well. Because Grealish, I think Grealish and Foden. Grealish is cheaper, is that right? I think they're roughly the same price. Isn't Grealish eight million? Foden's six, seven point nine, something. Ah, oh, okay, roughly the same. But, yeah, um, yeah. 
it it might be bad logic. Is Grealish slightly more nailed because of the transfer fee? Potentially. Well, regardless of the he reason, has been he so has far, been playing. Hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but KDB from back. From what I've seen, again, I think underlying stats are similar. But from what I've seen, eye test, I'd, I'd take Foden any day of the week. But I think Grealish is still an option. Great points. Great points. Uh, Grealish has oh. never been like a, a goal scorer. Like throughout his career, even when he was in like the championship, he, he hasn't been a goal scorer. Whereas I... Foden is young and seems to be um, hungry. Hungry. I'd go Foden hands down over Grealish. That's because you want yeah. him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's because you want him sexually. Uh, Banana knows Maldonado. I think I nailed that. Or Matt for short. Uh, why Matt, isn't yeah. Flapjack wildcarding? I'll hang up and listen. Yeah. So I guess we'll get to it more when I go into my actual team. Uh, the reason I'm not is because I don't know what I'd wildcard to. Because um, I know yeah. Matt was basically asking what kind of advantage I hope to get. I just feel like I'm almost on a very, you know, I'm on players people want. I've got Chelsea defenders. Yeah. Maybe only one of them plays. I've got a City defender already. I've got Ronaldo and Lukaku. I'm not desperate to sell Ronaldo. No, no we I'm talked about that. Yeah. Lukaku. And I'm still quite happy with my midfield. So basically, I'm happy with my team. I just don't know what I'd go for, like what formation and stuff. And I can kind of, at the moment, I'm quite flexible. Like I can completely mess it up. Even more than I am at the moment, I completely <laughs> mess it up, and then I could just fix it. Like I could go five at the back. I could do something silly. Yeah, you've still got your get out of jail free card, and it makes you feel good. Net. Yeah, and yeah. also, you know, the the fixture swing for Spurs in game week fourteen or fifteen, and that's when Man United's fixtures swing back. So, I mean, that could be a potentially good wild card time as well. The argument against it, I guess, would be obviously I've dropped from like hundred k to four hundred k over two weeks is that i'm sliding slowly downwards well, that no, was your still... fault that's not the wild card's fault <laughs> no, 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 no what i'm saying is the argument would be that i should probably what it's a good time to wild card if i'm dropping uh... like dropping in rank maybe i should wild card and fix it but i don't think there's actually that much to fix well, i think variant... i've been unlucky but we have to remember rich is that you take hits every week and you do your transfers so early you've been doing really well and like one week you'll get minus 17 the next week you'll get plus 21 from these hits and then you know this week was the minus four it didn't really pan out but then you know next time you do a hit you could bring yourself right back like you seem to just ride variants like a wave every week so uh, you know how many how many hits have you taken this season see dave's made it sound really bad i've done <laughs> three hits like three four point hits over separate weeks one cost one oh, cost sorry, me 17 no. points and one gained me 17 points wait has it been only three to be fair that's half yeah that's pretty much half if you do another one next week yeah i've done nine transfers yeah okay so a third of them have been for yeah for a hit that's I've, a lot i've still got my wild card that's a lot um, i think that's part of it as well like it's sort of like i've been building towards this team and maybe a couple of times i've done things too early like probably cancello was a week early alonso also was a week early um when he got a one pointer yeah but i've been building towards something like with the like the three medium as it were so yeah i'm gonna see it through and I wouldn't ch honestly. I wouldn't change that much. I still don't know who the best goalkeeper is. I still think it might be Sanchez. Yeah, it's that's it's such a no one really wants to touch that topic because it's such an up in the air thing. We don't have any stats. Everyone kind of looks, you know, clean sheet one week, not the next. But well, my yeah. goalkeeper got an assist last week, so <laughs> yeah, five million though. Consistent. And honestly, also honestly, watching your goalkeeper assist your striker does it get much better? <laughs> No, yeah, actually doesn't crazy. actually doesn't that was I, honestly i was watching that game around my parents and i went fucking mental <laughs> like, <laughs> little... watching my goalkeeper assist my striker <laughs> you can't you can struggle to beat that 
little stat for you there, Sam. Um, Sanchez and Saar have the equal X, XA, or actually I haven't looked at XA, but um, on under <laughs> under creativity on the FPL website, they're joint top. I think goalkeepers is a funny one. I the think Sanchez is the best 4.5, Saar's the best 5.0. There you go. That's actually a good point to make. They're both different prices. It depends on what you're what you're comfortable with. If you've got an extra 0.6 after wildcard and you don't know where to put it, you could just yeah. do that if you want. Always downgrade. Shall we move on? Next question. Do we have time for more questions? One last question, because we already talked about Son and Kevin De Bruyne. Um, but should we be taking Brentford seriously now? We we talked about Mbwemu, but defense wise, uh, what are you guys on? What do you think? Is is that worth it? Livermento's obviously taken front and center, but would you guys be willing to to jump on a instead of Ben White, for example? Oh, what the defenders? Yeah, because their defensive numbers There's are amazing. There's so many other options. Otherwise, I would. Mm. Otherwise, I'd be looking at either Pinnock, who almost got an assist for, I think it was for Tony. Yeah. Um, or there's Rico Henry as well. So I would, but probably not if I was wildcarding this week. Like, it'll be a few weeks' time. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, what do you reckon, Sam? Yeah. The fixtures turn nice, don't they? So I don't see why not. Yeah, they I, took, I'd, they... be li- I'd be lying if I said I've looked at their defensive assets, but I don't see why not when the fixtures turn and after this doing week. They've been so, so well. They so have, well. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Um, we do a Patreon pod most weeks where we go into depth in these questions, so we'll be looking at this, uh, these ones in more detail along with any others that come up. So you can subscribe to our Patreon and you can listen to that in more detail. Maybe we'll have Sam on. We'll actually get stats on there as well. Um, shall we quickly do our teams? Uh, yeah, it's, we, it's quite early to do teams, isn't it? Yeah, but we didn't we didn't leave much time for this simply because you know we've got a whole two weeks. But Sam, real quick, you said you were going to get rid of um, Shaw, right? Yeah, yeah. So that would be sure to Cancelo, and then I think I'd have a bit of a benching headache. Do I start and Buemo against Chelsea or Livramento against Leeds? I'm not sure. I would start. Oh, you've got Rudiger. Ah, I can't. Is- oh, but and Rafina. Who is it, Livramento or Shaw? No, Livramento or Mbwemo. Shaw will be out for Cancelo. Do you think it's more... Mbwemo like- against Chelsea or Livramento against Leeds? I think I'd go Mbwemo. I think I would. I think Chelsea's yeah. defence didn't look indestructible against Southampton. So I'm willing to take that, take that punt. Yeah, plus Leeds can. I'm not saying they will. Leeds can go crazy well if Bamford comes back he's got two weeks off he could be back he could be roaring to go they've had a little bit of a poor start they might want to bounce back and uh yeah I don't know but to be fair though Livermento has got that you know if 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 Mbwemu blanks he blanks but if if you know Leeds score against Livermento he's still got that assist potential yeah I think it'll be Mbwemo but it's, it's something to think about he is the he is the uh um the informed player to be fair of the two of them Cap- captain's an absolute no-brainer i think this week yeah watford watford are difficult i'm just seeing said in the chat that i've not spoken about foden enough tonight <laughs> that's because he's not got him yet you wait guys as soon as he's in his team nothing but foden foden all over the place you even put him in the intro because of that because of your fetish for him like, i love this word fetish you said it sound why is it why are we i don't know he said it, said it once i'm gonna things. keep doing it it is an absolute foden fetish and it's funny because it's alliteration too he has a lot of fetishes doesn't he? <laughs> right my team is a mess and we've already used our wild card guys so I'm going to probably take my first hit of the season um, and get, and I've got two free transfers mine. So I'm probably going to get rid of Shaw and Jota. 
well, probably not Jota, but Torres is probably going to. Why make is your way. team a mess? My team is a mess. Well, it's Why not, are you it's not Armstrong? Your team is good. Oh no, sorry, I forgot to unbench players. It's <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad now because the um, you fixed it. Now you've unbenched him. The <laughs> Southampton players. Oh, it's annoying that the bench is showing up. So I've got. I'll be playing. I, I to be honest, I really want Kevin De Bruyne, and I. I I'll talk about why very, very quickly, but we'll, we'll go on it more. More It's because of his um, potential versus the fact that he is such a low-owned player. Like, I, I messaged the guys a couple of days before the game week, and I said, here, do you think this is worth a minus eight? And it had KDB in it and a few other players and, and Rudiger and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't do it in the end because I didn't want to take a hit. But this week like I could get him I could get him with a minus four now and he it would be better than having Foden I think just because you know he's a better player and he's probably going to play every game when he's fit that seems to he seems to be one of the more consistent played uh, City players and also it's just a bit of a punt like I, I think it would be fun to go for him if it doesn't work out I can jump to Mane um, I can go to Bruno when the fixtures change for uh, for Man United or upgrade Armstrong and him to Ronaldo and someone like it would just kind of be moving all my money into that threemium area without having to worry too much and it was part of um Rich's plan for a while like his alternative team if he that, did the yeah, what that if was, <laughs> that was I was gonna yeah Bruno to Mane and then I'll do Mane to KDB which obviously I made that plan week, like right? a few weeks ago no no I know but it's still like yeah. I've, I've been thinking about it and and watching KDB last night or the night before it's been uh I, he, he did really well so do you, think, do you think he was good yesterday not i mean i th- i think he's improving and he's obviously more fit now and he's getting up and and the goal <laughs> do you think if you ignored the price tags and what you knew about them foden looked a lot better yesterday yeah, no, I know, but I've been sitting with Torres, who hasn't played in three games. I don't want to yeah. jump on to someone else who's yeah, also no, this kind no, of I, same I player. See, I see your logic. I see the, uh, it's one's the potential burned, upside. No. I, yeah, it's, I it's just, it's just that, because if, if Foden does really well, then everyone brings him in and he stops playing, then, you know, yeah. that's that's I, that's bad. I think you've got to hold Torres now. You've come this uh, far. Like, I think you have, to, you have to hold him, mate. If I can do three transfers and, and upgrade... Jota to oh I really don't want to get rid of Jota this week. I could just do You've one transfer and I could roll about it. it, mate. Yeah, exactly. All right, don't move on to your it. team. Don't don't sweat it. Yeah, my team looks like I'm, you've wild card. Wild card. I started about five o'clock. I was thinking, oh, maybe I should wild card, but then I I messaged Stefan. He said I'd be mad if I wild carded. I know. Mate, this looks like you have wild carded. I think there's, see if you, there's no chance I'd wild card. That's see if no you chance. took shot out and put in. Um, Laporte. I don't even want to lose Shaw, but my plan before this week was Shaw to Laporte, and then I'll have a yeah. back four of Cancelo, Laporte, Rudiger, and Alonso. Can you afford but that? I've got Cody on the bench. Can you afford that? Laporte. Shaw to Laporte. Laporte. Yeah. 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 Is it the same price, right? Because I've got 0.2 in the back. No, so Shaw's 5.4 now, Laporte's 5.5. So I can afford either Shaw to Laporte or I can do Alonso to Azbilaqueta. I'm 0.1 short of Alonso to Diaz. Otherwise, I'd have probably done it already. I don't think um, you should worry about Alonso until until you know he's been benched a few times in a row or whatever. I mean, he's a lot of money. See but... what happens. Chilwell being called up was good. Um, and the reason for... why you got Alonso was because you had that. Wild I, re- card. I regret it now, to be honest with you, mate. Like I do regret it, but I'm not going to know if Alonso's going to play till the end of end of the break anyway. So I'm going to do like a boring defensive move anyway. I'm going to captain Salah. 
and that's that's literally it yeah if you wanted to get back to trent what is your plan that probably be when a wild card yeah okay cool and i don't think i will because the game i'd want him for if he's fit is the watford one then there's a couple of tricky fixtures so i'm just without trent i think because i don't know when i'm going to wild card yet but i imagine trent would be one of the reasons or if i what I could do is if I rolled this week, then I can get the money out of Ronaldo and I can do, like, literally I could do anything. The world is my oyster. <laughs> I really don't want you to get folded in the amount of chat we're going to have to be talking about that little I, prick. Do you know honestly. what? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> the thing is, unless I, unless I wild card, I'm not getting Foden. Gee, like, he's good, a, but he's not that good. Do you have a little bit of Foden PTSD? No. See if he scores two, mate, well. you're going to be you raging. Had some, you had some bad experiences last season, didn't you? <laughs> the bad experiences were at the start, and then he sort of redeemed himself. Like when I triple captained him, he scored. Like, I mean, it wasn't amazing, but he did redeem himself a little bit. And now yeah, my boiler's going off. Oh, um, we can't hear it. We can't hear it, finally. Oh, um, oh, nice. the, the thing about Foden last year was was he didn't play... Like if he if he was on he wasn't he wasn't getting subbed off or sorry he wasn't getting subbed on. I remember he was just about to come on, and then Pep was like, "Nah, actually you stay off." And that was the only time. There was a few, but I'm I'm sure if you've got a decent yeah. bench first bench, then he's fine because I had Taylor last last season. The only time I played him was when Foden, you know, got benched and and I consistent six pointers from Burnley defence. The most annoying moment I had with Foden was they were playing West Brom. I think it was West Brom at home and I captained Foden and I had Gundogan as well. And I think they were like 4-0 up at half time, and Gundogan yeah. had scored a brace. And Pep actually took Foden off at half time, like to protect him, I guess. And it, so it was like the opposite of annoying. Like he just got subbed at half time because they'd won the game. Yeah. Like it was yeah. almost like Pep was trying to protect him. More than more than anything, which but. is nice. Or sure up, yeah. But I th- I think if if we're gonna talk about Foden for more than two seconds, then we have to caveat with like make sure your bench isn't trash. And the first player who is on your bench actually does have okay fixtures because more often than not, you will need that player than the so you, the average team. I agree. You, you I, keep I think bringing you can up. say that. I think you can say that about every City player, bar maybe De Bruyne and Diaz. Yeah. So if you're going for a mid then uh, make sure your bench has decent fixtures. Yeah. And I have seen the annoying thing about players not nailed on this season because I, I went for Cody over Marcel a few weeks ago and I was a bit annoyed at myself because Marcel hauled and I'd gone for the boring Cody. Then I did the opposite and went for Alonso instead of the nailed on Azbilicueta and I've been <laughs> stung by it again. So it is annoying when players are benched. Like... Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, you see, if you, if you own Torres long enough, you expect it. So it's not annoying. Like I've played with 10 players in my team for three weeks straight now. <laughs> I didn't like the Torres pick when you did it. No, I, I, I was obviously I went for hindsight. Bit, but I'm not, I'm saying now I would actually keep him if I had him. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait for him to get benched and not play. And then I get whoever off the bench. Don't, don't you think that's a bit of a poison with like these rotation players where, you know, say Foden, right? You have him and he's got a good fixture. He doesn't play, but then you don't transfer him out. because you're like, okay, he didn't play. So he should yep. play this week. It's and hard it, it to feels know. never ending sometimes. I think if I do keep Torres, it'll be for this week only. And don't forget, Dave, that, that hit idea that you were laughing about. I did that minus four, didn't I, to remove Gundogan and Mares. And obviously Gundogan scored and Mares got an assist. Yeah. And it ended up costing me like, yeah, 17 points. So, yeah, like Sam says, it, it can happen. And I'm going to have this with Alonso. If I keep Alonso this week and he's benched against Brentford and in the Champions League, I'm then going to see they've got a home game against Norwich. I'm probably going to keep Alonso for that. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea are probably falling into this category, but nothing makes me laugh more than people thinking they've worked Pep out. 
like seeing the Champions League lineup in the week and saying, okay, I know who's starting on the weekend. You're not going to work him out, and the same goes for Chelsea. Yeah, I think it's just it just comes down to the training. Like I think that is where it it falls, right? If Pep if Pep thinks you look good, then you're playing. It doesn't matter how much minutes you've had. So there is no way to work out because it's down to individual performance, both on and off the pitch. Um. All right. Well, we got through that. That was good. Hmm. Is there anything yeah, else before we move on? Apart from the start that you messed up, but <laughs> I refuse to take blame for that. Imagine I, I hadn't noticed and we were just finishing now and because we didn't even <laughs> well, know we weren't live. It didn't tell me. No, I, I, you guys see me click the button. Like it does. It, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll, 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 we'll monitor that. There's no way for me to fix that. Um, no, don't worry about it. Mate. But, but anyway. no, thank you everyone for joining us in, in the chat today. And of course, Sam, if there's anything you want to plug, feel free. Within reason, nothing on your dodgy websites. <laughs> I have absolutely nothing to plug. I wish I did. Um, no? You have no, a Twitter nothing. account. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's temporary. It's temporary. Oh, what until yeah, you get I'm, banned? Yeah, I'm on like Twitter account number four. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you can follow uh, the surgery, and then uh, every time you you just messages your new Twitter, and we'll send it out. So for now, at Pinky Green FPL, um, try not to get banned, mate. And uh, no, I, I shouldn't. Please follow me. I won't get banned. <laughs> Please follow. At Pinky Green FPL. I need to. I need to bag those sponsorships. So you know, drop me a follow. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, either either you're listening or you're watching or doing both. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week for uh, another guest potentially, or we'll do something fun. We might just get drunk again. That's what we did last international break. Something awesome. Um, stay tuned for that. And uh, nothing else to say. So, Rich, up the pod. Sam. Up the pod. Up the pod, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much for hanging out. Bye. I wish I got invited onto Planet FBO or something. <laughs> <laughs>